Hello, everybody. How you doing? And welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. I am your host, Haim Roche. And as always, I am thankful and grateful to be able to be here uh, with my greatness tribe. It is always an honor to be able to have these dialogues and conversations with you. Um, I want to first off, before we dive into tonight's conversation, I want to be able to start off and just say thank you. I want to thank every person that watches, every person that likes, every person that supports, um, every person that shares, every person that listens uh, to the podcast. I just want to say thank you uh, for all of you that have been supporting over the years and over this time that we have been on this platform and it is truly an honor to be able to be here with you and to have these dialogues and have these conversations. And I am grateful to be able to know that what we're talking about and what we are doing is impactful as well as helpful. Uh, one of the things that I am seeing more and more is as we are having these dialogues and having these conversations, I'm able to have conversations with other people and have conversations on sidelines, I guess you would call. And in these dialogues or in these conversations, I'm realizing that the same things that we are talking about right now in these dialogues and conversations is the same thing that people are needing um, in their day to day. And so I'm truly thankful for this tribe of people that come together to be able to hear these conversations and dive into these conversations together so that they can be able to get the tools that they need to be able to go along in this journey. So we have uh, kind of been on this journey together talking about and having this dialogue about uh, talking about we, we started off talking about our vision and now we have went from our vision. And in this month, we've been actually leaning into our imagination which I believe is so important when you are trying to put these two pieces together. When you're trying to build the vision that you want for your family or the vision that you want for your business or the vision that you need for yourself, you need to be able to tap into your imagination. Now, um, I, just the other day I was listening to a pastor um, and he referenced a statement that uh, Pastor Darius Daniels, Dr. Darius Daniels, a very powerful man of God, uh, had made and mentioned. And the statement statement that he talked about is your imagination is a glimpse, is a picture of what God has ordained for your life or what he wants for your life. It's just a, it's just a glimpse. It's just a picture of what that looks like. And so I believe that as we are tapping into and looking into our imagination, it allows us to be able to see glimpses of what God wants for our future, what our future will look like or could look like or should look like in some form of way. And so we've been leaning into this context of our imagination. And so what I wanted to be able to talk about tonight is I made a statement in our last podcast conversation and um, and I was talking about this idea of being able to take from our imagination, take our from our imagination and then be able to uh, be able to take it and then put it into a pragmatic thing. Like, how do you take your imagination and then put that into an actual plan. And so what I want to be able to do is, is start with a base of scripture that I believe will be able to help give some form of insight um, into this conversation that we'll have tonight. And then we'll just dive in and see what happens. <laughs> How about we do that? So in the book of Luke, Luke chapter 14, 
Luke chapter 14, and I'm going to start at verses 28. Luke chapter 14, verses 28. I'm reading out of the King James Version um, Bible. This is what it says. It says, for which of you intending to build a tower sitteth not down first and counteth the cost, whether he has sufficient to finish it? Less happily, after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish it, all that behold it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. I'm going to keep reading because I'm going to give insight on what this all is for us tonight. Um, or what king goeth into, goeth to, going to make war against another king sitteth not down first and um, consulteth whether he be able to win 10,000 to meet him that cometh against him with 20,000. So in this context of conversation, what Jesus is showing or giving unto us a picture of in this in this conversation, he's actually talking to a group of individuals and he's talking to them specifically. The verses right before is saying, listen, if you want to be able to follow me, if you want to be able to come after me, there are certain requirements or certain things that I'm expecting you to be able to do, certain requirements that you have, some responsibilities that you have in this thing of journey um, in this relationship with me. And so he says, but but what type of man, and this is where we come into verse 28, what type of man or what type of person makes a decision to be able to do this, but they never sit down and actually counted the cost to be able to see can not only can they be able to do this, but can they be able to last until it finish? So what he's talking about is, and then he uses this, this parallel of talking about a king, which is a whole nother conversation, but I'm just kind of break it down simply within this conversation right now to be able to show that how it applies to what we're dealing with on tonight. Um, is he says, then what type of king would plan to go to war against something that is greater than them? A group of individuals that is greater than them. What type of king basically won't sit down with his counsel to be able to see if he is able to be able to win this war? So he he uses these two parallels to really be able to say at the end of it all, if you're going to be able to take what this idea is that you're wanting to be able to do, what you are imagining to do, what you are thinking about to do, if you're going to take this thing and be able to be successful in it or have some form of longevity in it, what you need to do is to make sure that you take that thought, put it down on some form of paper, and then be able to count the cost, lay it out, break it down, so that you can make sure that not only do you have this imagination or this thought of something that you want to be able to do, but the plans that you have created gives you the foundation or the thing that you need to make sure that not only is this a thought, but this is something that I can actually finish or be able to succeed in. So how does this scripture context go with what we're talking about tonight. Very simple. It's the same exact thing. When we're talking about our vision, when we're talking about tapping into our imagination, we have to not just have it where there is a picture in our mind. 
We don't, we can't just have it where there, there is just something that we are thinking of so grand and so great. We have to be able to take that thought, take that idea and bring it into a reality in a plan of how can I take, how can I be able to do the thing that I saw and what steps and what things do I need to be able to do so or have in place so that I can make sure that I don't start something that I cannot finish and I don't put something on paper that I do not understand. So this is what I want to be able to do. I want to be able to lay this out and just take our time and kind of work through this, because I think that as we are working through this, as we are walking through this, it's going to be able to give unto us the things that we need to be able to be able to put everything together. So I want to read this scripture context in Proverbs chapter 24, verses 27 in the English Standard Version. I'm going to read a couple in the English Standard Version tonight just so it help us. It says this, prepare your work outside, get everything ready for yourself in the field, and then build your house. Now, what is this talking about? And listen, this is what I want you to do. It's simply stating, hey, listen, before we go to try to build everything, Let's make sure that we have all the tools necessary, all the things that we need to be able to put something together. Now, let me just ask you this. We're just going to stay stay as simple as possible. Have you ever tried to put something together? I mean, I know uh, I remember a couple months ago, um, me and my wife, we were putting together uh, this her closet for. Um, for the business. We were putting together this nice closet thing, uh, space layout for her business. And one of the things that we, I love to do when we're doing this, or I like to do when we're doing this, is while we are putting, while we're about to put everything together, I like to make sure that we open up the, you know, open up all the stuff, all the, all the, the bolts and the screws and everything that we'll need all the tools that come in the package, right? And lay them out and then make sure, you know, in the front sheet, it shows you um, all the pieces that you need. And then it also gives unto you how many pieces are in each section. Like, okay, there's eight screws, there's seven bolts, there's this little, you know, this little piece, it's three of these, four of these. So it gives you every piece. So what we like to do is we like to first um, look at the script, look at how the picture looks and look at the instructions that shows us how many pieces is there and then make sure that before we begin, we have every single piece that is needed so that when we start, we make sure that we already had everything that we needed to be able to finish. So when we are looking at taking our imagination when we are taking our imagination and being able to bring it into a context of where we can start writing this down and putting this down, we need to make sure that in the in in the, what we are seeing and what we are creating, that as we are writing this down, when it's time to start getting clarity of it, we want to make sure that we have all the tools that is needed. Okay, listen, um, what I want to be able to do is by the end of next year, I want to be able to save we're just going to throw out a number. I want to have $2,000 extra saved by the end of 2024. Okay. What tools is that going to be? What things do you need to have to make sure or have in place to make sure that you can get to that goal? You can get to what you see. You can get to what you imagined. 
What tools do you need? What things do you need? What, what system do you need to put in place? Do you have a system? What is the system I'm talking about? Do you have a budget? So what system do you need to be able to put in place so that you can make sure that by the end of next year, you can be able to have exactly what you said you have, you wanted to be able to have, or you saw. So, so again, this one in Proverbs 24 and 27, again, in the English standard version, it says, prepare your work outside before you start putting the work in, before you start doing anything, before you put any nail in anything, prepare your work outside, get everything ready for yourself in the field and then build your house. So when we read this here, when we read this here in Luke chapter 14, verses 28, it says this again. It says, for which of you intending to build a tower sitteth not down first and count the cost, whether he has sufficient to finish it. So again, it's the same principle. Let me sit down first. Let me lay everything out and then let me make sure that I have all the tools, all the things that I need to make sure that this plan that I'm creating, this idea, this vision that I'm seeing is able to be able to be successful, be able to actually finish, get to the end of 2024. And I actually was working in the thing that I saw. OK, so that that this is the first part of where we are talking about or what we are looking at. So then we want to be able to look at this verse in Proverbs chapter 15, verses 22. Proverbs chapter 15, verses 22. Uh, it, again, in the English Standard Version, this is what it says. Without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. I'm going to read it again. This is Proverbs chapter 15, verses 22. Um, Without counsel, plans fail. But with many advisors, they succeed. Now, let's read this again um, in Luke chapter 14, where God is, where Jesus is talking about the king. Let's read it so we can be able to put these pieces together. Okay. Verses 31, it says this. Or what king going to make war against another king sitteth not down first and consulteth whether he be able with 10,000 to meet him that cometh against him with 20,000. So what is he saying? The king, what king goeth to make war? He's about to go into battle. He's about to go into a war. What king... Uh, warring against another king, sit not down first. Don't sit down first and consult his advisors. What person, <laughs> I'm going to try to make this as plain as, what person says, okay, I have this vision to build a business. I've never built one before. So what person that has a vision to be able to build a business that has never built one before doesn't take what he sees or what they see in their mind and that they have documented or written down some form of concept on paper. Do not take that ideal and say, 
to a mentor, to um, someone that works in a business field, um, a, a friend that might do something, or their spouse. Who does not take this idea and sit it before someone and says, hey, listen, this is what I'm thinking about doing. What do you think I need to make a tweak? I, what what steps do you think I need to make to make sure that I'm successful in this? What what doesn't do any work or any form of structure to be able to find out if the idea that they are creating, if the thing that they saw in their mind, not that can it happen? No, more so, how do we do this so we can be successful? So in this context of scripture, even what Jesus is saying, what type of king is about to go into war? What type of king, knowing that they're going against something or someone or a group of individuals that is larger than them? Remember the number he says, I'm coming in with 10,000 and they're coming in with 20,000. They're larger than us. They're double in number. What type of king doesn't sit down and says to his counsel, says to his advisors, hey, listen, this is what we're about to do. What is the best way that we can be able to sit and plan to be able to create together so that we can make sure that as we go into this thing that we see, as we go into this battle, that we have the right tactics, we have the right system, we have the right thing to be able to make sure that we go into this battle knowing that we can succeed. So in the same thought process, we have to be able to, I told you on step one, we have to be able to now make sure, one, do I have all the things that is needed? Do I have all the tools that is needed? Do I have this, this system in place? Do I have this in place? Do I have this in place to be able to make this come together? Now let me take this idea and let me sit it before somebody and say, hey, listen, this is what I came up with. This is what I thought about. This is the system that needs to be in place to be able to make this happen. Hey, do you think that this will work? Or do we need to tweak something? So like, for example, for me, I, I'm just say, for example, I'm, I'm planning on by next year, I want to have, let's just say, I want to save again, we're just going to use this number 2000. Um, I want to have $2,000 saved by the end of 2024. I come up with a system. I say, this is what I want to do, the budget that I need to be able to have. This is how much we need to be able to put in our savings every single month. So that means we might need to make these adjustments. We might need to do this, this, and this. Okay, so this is the plan. So for us to do that, then then um, for us to do, if I do this plan, if I budget it this way, then by the end of the year, we should have this amount saved. Here's the plan. I wrote out the context. I wrote out the system. I put together the idea of what that will look like. Now I take this idea and I sit with my wife. And I say, honey, this is the idea that I came up with. Um, and, and this is kind of like the what I want to be able to do by the end of next year in reference to our savings. I want to be able to save $2,000 by the end of next year. Okay. And then, so with that plan, this is kind of what I came up with. We can, if, if we run by this budget, then this kind of, this is what it will look like. What do you think about that? Do you think this will be work? This will actually work. Um, do I, do we need to tweak some things? Do we need to make some adjustments? You know, what, what, what things do we need to do so that we can make sure that we hit this goal or this vision or this thing that I saw in my imagination? That's this part where this scripture context is showing us or talking about. 
that in Proverbs chapter 15, verses 22, it says, without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. They succeed. That's in the English Standard Version. Again, I'm going to read it again. Without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. So with me, I'm saying I'm going to present it to my wife. Now, one of the things I also do is when it comes to these plans or certain ideas that we're that we're trying to cultivate or create, I also present it to my mentor. Because my mentor is at a place where I'm trying to go. Specifically, when we're talking about financial right now, right? Um, he's 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 in a different uh, in different other categories. He's where I'm trying to get to, too. But I'm using the example of of specifically right now. Uh, the financial aspect. So I can present this. Me and my wife will sit down. We will talk about the idea. We'll put it together. And then we'll say, hey, listen, this is kind of a thing, a thought process that we had or in a system that we had. Do, do you think that this can actually work? Because why? You are a person that have actually succeeded this. You've done this for years. So does this system work? Because what am I trying to do? I'm not just trying to create a plan. I'm not just trying to take something from my imagination without actually making sure that it's going to succeed. I need to make sure that I have a plan, a pragmatic plan, a clear plan that for the, the, the whole entire year, from January to December, we can be able to function by this plan without failing in between. So again, in Luke chapter 14, verses 28, I'm going to read that part again, and then we'll jump back down to 31. Verse 28 again, it says, for which of you intending to build a tower, sitteth not down first and counteth the cost, whether he may have sufficient to finish it. Verse 31, or what king Goeth to make war against another king, and sitteth not down first, and consulteth whether he be able with ten thousand to meet him that cometh against him with twenty thousand. So again, it's it, the the simplicity of what this is saying helps us to be able to know. Okay, I need to have a plan. I need to, okay. I could take what I am imagining in my mind. I'm gonna write this thing down. Now what I want to do is after I've written it down and I just kind of made like almost like what we would consider as like a blueprint. So when you think about a builder, right, a builder, um, before they actually build the house, they they want to be able to have a blueprint. Now, we, we know what this concept is. A blueprint is very simple. It's a blueprint is just a layout, an idea of what the house is going to look like. It's 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 a it's a specific type of layout. The layout goes from square footage of how the rooms would look. Um, and then it also shows you the front of how the house, the front of the house will look. Um, it gives you a, it gives you a picture, which is our imagination. It gives unto us a picture of how this can look. Right. So after they gain the picture, now they have to be able to look at the pragmatics. Okay. What things do we need? Okay. In this room, we're going to need this. In this room, we're going to need that. Um, we're going to need these type of people. We're going to need this type of plumber. We're going to need this type of builder. We're going to need these type of, it, it, it goes very, very detailed of what is needed before we start the process. Now, 
Here's the next thing that I want to be able to give unto us that I believe is wonderful is when we're talking about a blueprint and we're talking about someone that is building, right? They don't only take the picture. Um, they don't only create this blueprint. They don't only look at all the pieces and the people that they will need and the finances that they will need to be able to make sure that they are able to build the house that they drew on this paper. But one of the other things that I love about it is that there is a time frame. So I remember when uh, me, and my, me and my wife, we built our, uh, our house back in Texas. And one of the things that they did um, is they have a time frame for every part of the house. So, okay, A, the foundation is going to be on this day. The, the, the beams are going to be on this time frame. This is going to be on this time frame. This is going to be on this time frame. This is going to be on this time frame. And they have everything broken down all the way to when the house is supposed to be done and when you're signing closing documents. Even, even, even down to where, when you need to be able to make sure you got that money, <laughs> you know, your down payment, all that other extra pieces, right? So they, they have a time frame laid out of how every, how it looks. They know from start to finish, this is the estimated time. In between, they have broke, breaking, bro, um, broken down. Time frame is broken down in between. So the, you have the beginning and end. So from January to December, this is where your vision is working. In between, you have markers. So for example, every quarter, you should be looking at where you are for your vision. So from January, you got January, February, March, the end of March, you need to be looking at where are we at according to our timeline of where we want to be in December. And then you continue on throughout the year. Now, just say, for example, for January, um, February and March, something happened in between. And you, 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 it's not that you are not trying. You just didn't see certain things work the way that you want it. In that first quarter, after you realize or see where you are, now you're able to take this idea. Now you're able to take this plan and make the tweaks or adjustments that is needed. And then you go to the next quarter. Then you go April, May, June, and you do the same process again. The ideal of it is, is, is to make sure that as you're going through the year, According to the plan, according to the structure that you laid out before you jumped into it, according to all the things that you that you said, even from um, how these things are going to work, the tools that we need to make sure that we that this works, the, the conversations that you had, all of those things are important before you start. But there's adjustments sometimes that you have to be able to make while you are walking through the journey. How do I know that? For example, again. When, um, when, when me and my wife was building our house, they, they already, they already kind of let you know ahead of time. Hey, listen, depending on if it rains, that's going to delay your day. If these, depending on how long it rains, it also is going to, uh, is going to delay some time. Why? Because there's, there are things that is out of my control. There are certain things that are out of my control that, that affect the timeline that I have. 
My responsibility is not to be moved by the things that affect me outside of my control. My objective or my thought process is to stay so focused on the plan that I have, stay so focused on what we're doing as a team, what we're doing collectively, being so focused on the plan that even when these things happen, the only thing we're going to do now is make adjustments. That's what we're going to do. We're going to make adjustments. Now, Proverbs chapter 21, verses 5 says this. Proverbs chapter 21, verses 5, it says, The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance. How do we handle setbacks and learn from our failures? I'm going to read it one more time. I'm telling you this is helping us tonight. The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance. How do we handle setbacks and learn from our failures? Now, I just I, I want to take a pause here because I need us to be able to hear this. If you're creating a system that you've never worked in before, if you are budgeting for the very first time, if you are trying to build a business for the very first time, if you are trying to develop something that you've never done before, hear what I'm about to say. There are going to be moments where you mess up. There are going to be moments where you feel like you missed it. There's going to be a month where you mess your money up. It might happen. In the journey of trying to start something new, there are going to be moments where something is not going to go as planned. The thought process in this is don't stop working the plan. Just because you messed up don't mean the plan don't work. Just because it didn't happen the way you wanted don't mean the plan wasn't thought out through. No, only thing it means is I have to be continually diligent to work the plan, make adjustments to the plan. If I got to do all of those things, it's okay. Because again, in Proverbs 21 and 5, the plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance. How do we handle setbacks? There's going to be setbacks. There are going to be moments where things are delayed. How do you handle those things and learn from your failures? How do you do that? The way you do it is you readjust. Okay, yes, I got setback. Um, yes, this happened. Um, yes. Amen. I, I messed up. I didn't. I, I, I spent this when I probably shouldn't have or I did this when I probably shouldn't have. Now it's kind of messed up my plan. All, all of those things are accurate. But now what do we do? Instead of dwelling in that you messed up, instead of dwelling in that it didn't happen the way you planned, instead of dwelling in that, what you do now is you sit down and you recalibrate. OK, I need to be able to do this. I need to adjust here. I need to do this here. Okay, listen, we messed up. Okay, so we need to make some adjustments here. We need to make some adjustments here. Let's put some things in place so that in the next time, the next month, this next couple of weeks or whatever that is, we can be able to stick to our plan. Okay, I got off focus. All right, we need to get back to our plan. 
Now, here's the thing that I love is in this context, you never want to do this journey of trying to be successful with the imagination that you saw, the thing that you wrote on paper, the stuff that you and took all this time to create the plan and put the tools together. You do not want to do this thing alone. What you want to make sure is in the process that you are doing this together with someone, someone that you can be accountable to, someone that has the guidance or wisdom for you, like a mentor, like your spouse, like a friend, someone that you can be able to trust to give you instructions. Okay, so the reason why I'm saying this is because, again, in this journey of where we're going, in the journey of trying to be successful, there might be moments, again, where you mess up. There might be moments where you make a bad move or you're about to make a bad move and you have to trust the person that you're accountable to. You have to trust the person that you are leaning on or working this thing out with. For just using me as an example, while I'm going through the plans of what 2024 is going to look like for the Roche household, I'm, I have to be accountable to my wife. Hey, honey, this is our plan. This is what that looks like. Okay, that means I might probably have to stop doing this. Or we're going to have to make adjustments here. Are we going to do like, and when I mess up or when I'm about, here's the thing. Accountability don't work if you, if you call me or tell me after you did it. Accountability is a, listen, this is what I was about to do, or this is what I'm thinking about doing with this. Is this a, it does, is this a wise decision? Does this go with my plan? I'm going to tell you why you need this because sometimes we, when we want, when we're determined to do something, even if it's wrong, when we're determined to do something, even if it goes against your vision, when we are determined to do something, even though it don't go what you saw, when we are determined to do something, sometimes we can trick our own selves to tell us that this goes with the plan. When reality, it don't go with the plan. It don't go with that plan. And you know it don't. You know that thing don't go with that plan. But when you are trying to do this thing by yourself, when you are making moves by yourself, when you are doing things by yourself, you have nothing to be able to make sure that you stay into the guidelines, the rules, the, the, the railings that you have created by working the dream, the vision or the imagination or the tools or the plan that you put in place to make sure that you are successful. See, it, it doesn't make any sense just to have conversations about vision. It doesn't make any sense just to have a conversation about you having this power or, of, or this gift to be able to imagine. It doesn't make sense to do that if you haven't had in place or you do not put in place someone or something to keep you accountable. Only reason I'm saying something is because sometimes everybody don't have a have a have a spouse that they can be able to have these dialogues with. Everybody don't have a mentor, which I believe you should personally. I believe you, I believe it's very important to be able to have a mentor. Some people don't have a friend around them or family members around them that, that, that want to help them get to where they're trying to go. That has, that, that have been in before them, that has been in places that they're trying to get into. Everybody don't have that. And I get that. So there are certain things that you need to put in place for yourself. 
Surround yourself with some people. Get some folks in your life where they can be able to help you stay accountable to the dream, to the vision, to the thing that you have created and put the work in and the time in to be able to develop. So all of these pieces help us taking the idea that we saw in our mind from our imagination, writing it down like a blueprint, just, just writing it down. It don't, it, just writing it down. It don't make, make it, it don't make it any, it don't mind if it don't make sense, right? You just write it down, write this thing down, then be able to bring some clarity to it, then be able to create the plans. Okay, what things do I need to be able to do this? Who do I need? What type of people do I need? Do, what type of finances do I need? Um, what type of what type of, of plan do I need? What type of system do I need? You you create all of this and put all of these things together. This is your entry piece. Now that I've written this idea down that I've seen this thing that I've the picture that I saw in my mind. Now that I've written this down and put it on paper. Now that I've put all the tools and things that is needed to be able to make this thing happen. Now I want to take this idea and I want to present it to someone. And now that I've presented it to someone, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, this is a plan. Can this work? Does it need tweaking? Um, does it make sense? Does it need more clarity? What, what, what is it? Now that I take this plan and now that I've had someone to look at it and, and, and kind of make sure that this plan makes sense. Now that I've done that, now I can take this plan and start putting it into action steps. Okay. What does the first quarter look like? What does the next quarter look like? What is the next where we'll go all the way into the end of the year? So so we have we have markers, we have points of where we can be able to make sure that we are staying on course with the idea or with the thing that we saw in our minds to help us get to the destination, which is the end of 2024. We're just working for the year. I, we can have a three-year plan. We can have a five-year plan. We can do all of those things. But right now, we're just looking at the 2024. What does 2024 look like for us? Now, also remember, I've written out the plan. I've done all these things. Now we have action steps. Now we have times where we can be able to go and examine to make sure that we are on track. We are staying on course. Now, after all of those things, I have to internally recognize and remember that in the journey of doing these, there are going to be moments where I might have a setback. There might be moments where I might mess up. There might be moments where something happens that's outside of my control. Whenever these things happen, my objective now is to sit down and just make adjustments. Sit down and just make adjustments. If we read again, we're in Luke chapter 14, verses 31, it says, or what king go to make war against another king, sit if not down first and consulteth whether he be able to win with 10,000 to meet him that cometh against him with 20,000. <clears> this concept, if they go into, if they created the plan and went into battle and they saw that something wasn't going right. Like, okay, we didn't think of that or th this part we didn't we didn't think that they was going to do or whatever that is while they're in battle. What do you think they're going to do? Do you think they're going to just stick with the plan? No, what they're going to do is make adjustments to the plan so that they can succeed. That's all we're going to do is make adjustments to the plan so we can make sure we succeed. And then the next thing we're going to do 
is we're going to make sure that we have someone that is giving unto us that is our count that we are accountable to based upon the plan that we have. Again, that can be your spouse, that can be your friend, that can be a mentor, that that, that can be a, a family member, a wise person in your family that can be able to give unto you the accountability and the wisdom that you need to make sure that you are successful at what you're doing. Because again, we do not want to start something we don't finish. And so as we are creating this, as we are building this out, we're building it so for the purpose of us to be able to succeed. So I'm going to read this context of scripture uh, that I believe is going to help uh, kind of like just it talks to we already read this, but I just want to read this again. And that's in Proverbs chapter 15, verses 22 in the English Standard Version. Without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. Now, I know I mentioned your spouse and I know I mentioned a mentor. I know I mentioned a family member. I know I mentioned a friend. But the best counselor is God. Take your plan and present it to the Lord. Lord, this is the plan. This is what I this is what I've laid out. This is what I'm thinking about. This is what I believe I saw that you showed me. Lead me through this plan. Lead me through this. Help us to be able to make sure that we we are aligned with where you're trying to go. Because you said the, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. So this plan is what I'm trying to do for my family. This plan is what I have for my business. This plan is what I have for all the things that you have entrusted into my hands. So as I present this plan to you, lead me and guide me through this plan. Give me wisdom. Show me things. Did, did, did I put everything down? Did I think honestly with these things? Did, did, give me the wisdom. And as you're talking with people, as you're talking with your mentor, your spouse, your friends, allow God to be able to lead you in the way that you need to go. And then again, where there are certain adjustments that is needed, sometimes, it's not all the time. Again, there are certain things that is outside of your control. But because God is the lead, because God is the shepherd, because he is leading and guiding us, there are sometimes God takes your plan and says, I like that you have a plan. Now, let me lead you also with mine. Okay, I know you wanted to go down this path over here and you think that this path over here is going to get you here. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to create this way. I need you to take a left over here. Don't take this right. Take this left because this left will get you to where I need you to go. But but just keep making the adjustments. And as you're coming back and making adjustments, you'll see eventually what I'm doing and where I was trying to take you by the end of 2024. But I need you at first to be able to create the system, the plan, the things that you think and believe will help you to get you to your success. But be adjustable. That as you're going throughout the year, allow him to be able to lead and to guide you. And I promise you, because we've seen it, me and my wife have seen this. I promise you, you will see certain things happen sometimes before the plan on the paper. Before, before you get to the end of year, you might have succeeded in certain things. You might have already done it. 
completed certain goals and tasks that you did, not because only because you were working your system, but because you are allowing him to make whatever adjustments is needed while you're working the plan that you wrote out and put down in front of him. So create the plan. Take what you have imagined, write it down on paper. Think about the things that you need for this thing to work. Break it down into categories, okay? Finances, family, um, when it comes to business, uh, if it's if it's ministry, break those down into categories based upon what you saw and then say, what things do I need for these categories? What things do I need for my family? What things will I need for the thing that I saw for my finances? What things do I need for the thing that I saw for my business? What things do I need for this? And write that plan, create the thing that you put it all in place. Again, present it to someone, allow them to be able to look at it and say, okay, that, that looked good, but, you, but if you did it this way, this might work too. This might actually help you to get this, this, and this. Again, work it, be adjustable. Be, be flexible to make sure that whatever you put together before you step your foot into January 1, you are ready to be able to be successful. You're ready to succeed in the things that you're trying to achieve in this next year. All right, family, I hope and pray that this was helpful for you. I hope and pray that this uh, gives unto you some form of layout so that you can be able to start working this and putting this thing together. We got some time. We got we got a couple months. So you can be able to put this thing together, lay out this plan, sit it before your spouse. Y'all can go over it and talk about it. Sit it before a mentor or friend so that you can build out the plan that you need so that by the end of 2024, you can make sure that you are not like this man in Luke chapter 14, which again, it says, for which of you intended to build a tower, sit if not down first, count up the cost, whether he have sufficient to finish it, lest happily after he have laid the foundation and is not able to finish it, all that behold it began to mock, saying, this man began to build and was not able to finish. That's not going to be our story. We're going to finish exactly what we start. I love you all, family. And again, we'll see you next time right here on the Focus on Greatness podcast. Talk to you, Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye-bye.